Welcome everyone, this is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Business Women Show, where it is my passion and my purpose to provide you with a goldmine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to grow your business from inspirational business women in the know. And I'm thrilled to have you here today. I'd love it if you would go ahead and in the comment section, let me know your name, where you're hanging out from, and even a little bit about your business because I truly want to be creating a collaborative of inspirational business women and men, entrepreneurs who are doing something that's making a difference in the world and spreading their passions. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear about you. And this is a great way for all of you to connect with each other as well. So go ahead and use that comment section and type away. We'd love to hear about it. And in a little while, I'd love to probably feature some of those comments. So go ahead and let us know. This show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a free Hangout Marketing Assessment. Now, this assessment only takes a couple of minutes to do, and what it does is measure your skill set and your knowledge base in using Hangouts on Air to brand, grow, and market your business. There's just so many ways to take advantage of this great technology. Now, all you have to do to take advantage of the assessment is pick up your phone. It's that easy. Pick up your phone and text the word SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, -S, to 307 269-2040. Now when you do that, it'll just take a couple minutes You just fill that assessment out and you'll receive some really valuable information on Hangout Marketing for your business. And you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me. So go ahead and take advantage of that. And if you happen to be overseas, you can also take the assessment by going to hangout-marketing.com. Now today we have a wonderful guest that I'm really looking forward to interviewing. Her name is Danielle Miller. She's a brand stylist and strategist. You know, there's something about your style that you want to come across so the world knows really who you are and the audience that's your ideal audience will connect with you. And that's about brand strategy, which is the other thing that Danielle does. She's a writer, she's a speaker, she's a teacher. And she's been out there all over speaking and writing and podcasts and, and all the different ways that you get the word out. So she'll help us understand how to do that and be true and authentic to your brand. So today's show's topic is all about authentic branding in the digital age. You know, it's different than it was even 10 years ago. So much of what we do is online. So Danielle's going to really focus in on that and how we do this digitally so that we also resonate with our audiences. And that's so important, isn't it? So one of our first top top, excuse me, let me try that again. One of our first hot topics for the day is Danielle's authentic branding secret. She's really got some good understanding there and she's going to share that secret with us. So you can take that tip home 
and use it right away in your own business. And then I'll feel like I've accomplished my mission is to give you actionable tips that you can pick up and use in your own business right away. So the first one's going to be your secret. The second hot topic is on brand archetype alignment. Oh, I actually said that correctly. <laughs> archetype alignment. And this has to do with your vibe and your voice. And what does this mean to you in your business? Well, I took the archetype assessment of Danielle's and you're going to find that when you take it, it's very interesting. It's going to help you a lot. Finally, what is the queen of brand recognition? Danielle's going to share that with us and so much more. So Danielle, come on, say hi to our audience. Great to have hi, you. Everybody. Thank you so much for having me today, Virginia. I'm really delighted to be here. So I'm and I'm so excited about talking about branding. So <laughs> I'm hoping we can cram this all in. <laughs> I know it's your passion, and we want you to have plenty of time to do that. You know, we try to do this in a, in a concise period of time because I know everyone's busy. But thank you all for being here. I think it's just terrific to have you here. I want to welcome Susan Anderson, Robin, just to name a few, since I don't have full access to my screen to see all of you, but I will be checking in a minute. So thanks for being here. So Danielle, I always like to start an interview with learning about someone's background. And you have a fascinating background and some challenges that you went through that really had a lot to do with you know, how your business came about. And I think as entrepreneurs, we're all wearing lots of hats. We, we get challenged with all the things that we need to do to grow our business it can sometimes feel a little lonely out there and a little challenging. So I think that you sharing your challenges with, a, with everyone who is watching would be helpful. So I'm going to let you just tell us a little bit about how you got started with branding as your passion and some of the challenges you had along the way. So go ahead. Okay, so um, I got involved in the online space uh, around 2007. And uh, I wanted to be a life coach. That was that was sort of my thing. I have a background in, in teaching and special education, and I really felt like life coaching was a good fit. I was not happy uh, in the teaching realm anymore. There were so many more things that I wanted to do, and, and I have found that I have a problem with authority and <laughs> being told what to teach and all that kind of thing was just – I had a real struggle with it. So I started life coaching, and, of course um, – I bought every program, every formula, every secret, you know, all of those things uh, about building a six, at that time it was a six, you know, six figure business was, was the big thing and now it's seven and eight figure businesses. But, um, you know, back then it was all the, the secret formulas on building your six figure business. Um, and so I bought all of these things and these programs and I invested in this very high level mastermind group um, that I was not ready for. I had no solid business foundation in place, no structure, no no model that I really wanted to, uh, you know, build my business on, and so um, I, I really struggled with being able to stand out um, and, and market myself in a way that felt very resonant and aligned, and that was a big thing for me because I would take these programs and I would kind of feel. You know, ew! I don't, ugh. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to make my payment button yellow, and I don't want to put sell everything for forty-seven dollars. You know, and um, I had a really hard time with that. And so I sort of 
sort of limped along in my business. It was, you know, really more of an expensive hobby. We've all heard that before. And um, I, I got uh, very sick in 2008, and um, my business just, it just it tanked. It didn't have me in it. And so um, I made the decision that I was really going to be very conscious about who exactly I was and how exactly did I want to show up and and so that sort of led me into career coaching and when I got my career coaching certification I really landed on this concept of personal branding that was probably 2010 and it just it totally resonated with me like I got it like I understood that that's really where it all started was with being able particularly as a solopreneur um, and and really being able to get in alignment with who you are and how you want to show up and the people that you want to serve the, that right tribe uh, that you want to have in your orbit and um, I just I loved it it was it's the perfect blend for me of creativity um, and strategy so that's sort of how I, I started to build my business and then um, started reading about archetypes around the same time and realized that I, I really did a lot of that in my teaching career in helping students get into story and into character and mm -hmm. figuring out uh, the protagonist in a story or the heroine and um, I realized how that could really relate to branding and help people, help women shortcut uh, the meaning of who they are and how they showed up and so um, that's really a, a primary focus on how I help someone build a resonant brand and you can call it re you can call it building defining refining crafting it's really about showing up it's really just about owning who you are and showing up I love that because I think sometimes we almost try too hard to create some some brand mm -hmm. instead of realizing you are your brand that's right. That's right. I find a lot of times what happens is we get caught up, and, and this is my own experience as well. Uh, we're so worried about coming up with a tagline and having a logo and and fonts and colors, and we don't do the other work first. And so then, when we have these sort of these um, the visual identity in place, but it doesn't match the inside we end up having to go back to square one and kind of start all over and and figure out what our values are and figure out what our mission is and figure out you know who are the people that we want to be talking to and that tends to happen in reverse a lot of times with a lot of the clients I work with so um, you know it's it's not about the logo and the tagline it's it's really about figuring out who you are and how you want to show up well I think that brings us into uh, really the first topic which is your branding secret. What is the authentic branding secret? I think the authentic branding secret, um, and, and I have to caveat that because I think authentic is uh, such a loaded word uh, these days in the digital space because what does it really mean to be authentic? I mean, how do you keep yourself real? How do you keep yourself in line with your truth? Um, and it's really about not um, not giving in to the expectations and the shoulds and and all of those kinds of things that we tend to get caught up in and, and instead of crafting this persona that is impossible to live up to if you can simply find um, you know what what is your truth what how do you feel every day when you show up and where's that resonance and alignment and um, you know doing things for you that are shackles off you know that that get 
don't drain your en energy, but give you the energy to keep going and moving forward. Um, that's a, it's a huge part of branding, huge, huge part of branding. Um, and it's, it's about a self-awareness. It's really about a very conscious self-awareness of who you are and how, how you want to be perceived. What is the promise that you are willing to make to yourself and to your right people every day? And I think that sort of uh, goes hand in hand with where do you shine and where do you feel that? You know, if, if you are being your brand, there's something from within that's glowing about that, that's, that, as you say, resonates because you're in alignment with it. You feel true to who you are and how you're projecting yourself. You know, there's, um, in, 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 the people that are here today, thank you everyone for coming by. Molly, I see you're here, by the way. I want to say hi to you. Be and I fire. did, yes, and I did bring chocolate, so. <laughs> oh, she brought chocolate. Oh, gosh. I wish I could reach right through the computer and grab I, some of that. I know. Uh, another thing that makes you feel great inside, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> hey, Cynthia Gardner O'Neill, great to see you here. Um, excited to have you joining us. Um, Lynn from sunny Atlanta. Good. I'm glad some places are sunny. We're sunny here in Reno. By the way, do you know that we had a record high temperature yesterday in Reno, Nevada, and my husband and I went hiking in the mountains. Oh, it was so wonderful. So I'm sending some sunshine and some warmth to those of you across the globe who maybe are struggling with a little cold and, and gloomy temperatures. Let's bring some sunshine into our hearts talking about branding with Danielle Miller and what it means to be authentic, to be true to yourself and to be sharing that with the world and knowing as you do, you shine. You shine from the inside. Right, Danielle? That's exactly right. I call that a state of luminosity um, and that's really to me what having that aligned and resonant brand is it is really about coming through from the inside out and and having that luminous state where you feel really good about who you are how you show up what you do you own that because that's another thing about um, why branding is so important is because it gives you a platform a vehicle to put your accomplishments on, the things that you're really good at, the things that you really love to do, it gives you permission to own those and to really put that out in the world. Um, so I think that's another critical piece in the branding framework. Wonderful. You know, I've got a, a wonderful statement here from um, Molly. Let me just find this and bring it up. She says, yes, agree, Danielle Miller. It is so important for business to identify their target market this should be the number one step for any business owner. And you know, there's one thing I'm going to say about this one, Molly and Danielle, and that is I don't like the word target market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. I don't like the word target market. Mm -hmm. I really like, you know, your ideal audience and yeah. those people that resonate with you. Drawing mm -hmm. to you those who are, are in some ways like your friends, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you want to be, you, again, that's the whole idea of a personal brand. It's all about connection. It's all about empathy. It's all about really understanding uh, the people who you know you can help. And, and so, I, yeah, I tend to, I shy away from 
calling it a target market because that seems very impersonal to me. I really, I really want to talk to people. I really want to know about them. I really want to hear their story and their journey and where they're going and how can we best showcase that um, in, a, in a brand, in a personal brand. So, yeah, I mean, and it's absolutely right. And part of the part of the conundrum with that is you don't oftentimes know who your ideal audience is until you actually start doing something. Um, and that can, you know, that can take some time. It, it, I think it takes longer than we initially think it does. Um, and so you have to be willing to go into it with this um, mindset of testing and trying and experimentation and, and figuring out what works for you and what works for your right people and um, coming to this intersection where you have this very resonant and aligned message. Well, Lynn Tomlinson wants to know, Danielle, is chocolate part of your personal brand? <laughs> Actually, chocolate's one of my like brand touches. Like, I have to have things around me that help me stay sort of in touch, you know, help me stay grounded in who I am, and 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 chocolate's definitely a part of that, as well as coffee. Um, if you look on my profile page, bacon obviously plays a big role in my life because <laughs> I have a sign about it. Um, I saw that. <laughs> clearly, I have a I have things around food, um, but yeah, I think you know definitely. I think those those are the things that make you relatable to other people that that give other people a way to connect with you. You know, I talk talk about bacon a lot, and I talk about coffee and um, things that are going on in my life, and and so I think that any way that you can tell your story. Um, so that other people have the chance to, to create connection with you and have the chance to um, really feel like this is somebody that I would like to have in my orbit and that can that can help me with some of the things I'm struggling with. So, yeah. I love yeah. that. Well, listen, before we start with, with the um, branding of archetypes, I've, I've got to bring Lynn's comment up here because I think it's wonderful. Love the chocolates and the sunshine. Sharing your truth with the world from a state of luminosity is such a warm place to come from for your ideal audience. I agree because this is part of what draws people to you. This is what, what attracts them to you. Mm -hmm. So good, good on you, Lynn. I love that statement. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Okay. So I think to me that the, the big chunk of wonderful, you know, pick it up and apply it information you've got for everyone today is about branding with archetypal mm -hmm. alignment mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, your vibes and your values. So I want to tell people that I went to Danielle's site. I want to encourage all of you as well to go to her site. I will be posting the link to it. And I took her um, archetypal branding assessment. And it's fasting. It doesn't take that long to take. And it turns out, just to let you all know, I'm an alchemist. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to let Danielle tell us a little bit about what that means and then what about what it means to you for you to go take this assessment and why would it be a good idea to. So what do you think, Danielle? What's what is an alchemist, first of all. <laughs> okay, so an alchemist, yeah. Al alchemists are also known as magicians, and they are all about transformation, all about helping people transform in some way, shape, or form. And here's the really, here's what I find so fascinating about archetypes and why I use them um, in the branding framework that, that I do with clients is that it is a, it's a way to shortcut meaning 
So archetypes are, are universal stories or patterns or themes that you find have, that happen over and over and over again over thousands of years. Um, they're stories, basically. And it, it taps into the unconscious mind um, in a way that feels very natural. So, for example, suppose you really resonate with, maybe you're, you're the, and this is a typical example, but it's a really good one, and uh, maybe you're the, the nine to five uh, buttoned up business person. Not. And <laughs> not, not, nobody here is that at all. But. But go ahead. But, but, maybe there's this rebellious side of you and you go out and you buy a Harley. And it taps into, right, because we all know this, the Harley Davidson is, is the rebel. I mean, it's, you know, it's going your own way, doing your own thing. It's an archetype that they have, the business has very wisely um, aligned themselves with. And it creates, you, people tattoo Harley Davidson's name on their bodies. <laughs> That's pretty loyal, brand loyal. You know, that is a pretty rabid fan of Harley Davidson if you're willing to go to that length but that's what that's what archetypes can do they can create um, very solid and very powerful connections with other people so I'm also an alchemist and um, that's my leading archetype as well but we all have these archetypes in our lives that we that we relate to you think about the, the brands that really that you're very loyal to, to or that you really have a strong connection with it's because they're able to tell a story they're able to position themselves as a type of character and that's really what resonates with you whether it's a hero whether it's an alchemist whether it's the sage the teacher whether it's the creative you know whether it's the angel which is the caregiver archetype um, it's it's a very powerful way to quickly get a handle on who you are um, and how you show up there's there's language that you can use around archetypes um, there are stories that you can use that help you tell your story um, and it's just a it's a very it's simply a different lens through which to view yourself are there also colors associated with different archetypes yeah so once you under you know who you, what your leading archetype is you may find that you resonate more with certain colors so the the alchemist the magician purple is a very uh, rich color for the magician just because it's it's very mysterious it's very uh, what it represents um, so somebody that's a sage may really resonate with more natural or organic type of elements it's so it's it, there's a lot of understanding around all of those things as well so yes it can help you with understanding what palettes might work best for your brand fonts that might work best for your brand um, the essence really of your brand the, the character traits that you may have difficulty coming up with on your own um, understanding your leading archetype can help you really tap into those as well so um, what about the voice uh, you talk about both vibe and voice around mm -hmm. your archetype mm -hmm. what first of all is do you think is most important to really hone in on as far as being authentic because this is still about being who you are right and, and how do these fit into it so your voice and vibe is really how you want to present yourself so for example you know your voice may be 
leaning more towards a humorous vibe. Maybe you find uh, humor in everything. And maybe that's something that you sort of have kept hidden because you didn't think it was acceptable in, in your field of work that you are in. Or uh, maybe you're more of a spiritual person and that type of language is very appealing to you. Maybe you are more of an inf information gatherer and you want to really come from the position and perspective of being a teacher. Um, and that's a different type of voice and vibe than a magician. So understanding um, what you want to say and how you want to say it is really critical. Um, and, and really owning that space because that's the other part of it too is, is really being able to own that. Um, so yeah, and, the, and then the, the vibe is really, it's your personality. How do you want to come across? Do you want to come across really as um, someone who is very approachable and easygoing? Um, do you want to come across as somebody who is very nurturing? Um, as somebody who uh, is is maybe more of a sovereign ar ar archetype, which is very leader-based, very authoritative, you know, you have to decide all these things, and you have to, um, so you can make it clear and easy for your right people to find you. I call it fine-tuning your frequency. Oh, perfect! Fine-tuning your frequency. Mm -hmm. And here's Zara. Zara, welcome. She says your voice is part of your vibe. Yep, I would agree with that. They are all interconnected. Yes, they are all into. That's the thing. Other thing too with branding is, it it's not necessarily it's not this step-by-step -step linear process. It's very holistic. It's very interconnected. Um, sometimes it's it's easier maybe to think about the vibe that you want to uh, have uh, for your community and then you can start really honing in on the voice. Sometimes that works that way, sometimes it doesn't. It just really depends on the individual um, and, and where they are in their journey. Well, I think that brings us to what my main question is, because I've never had any official branding coaching or training. Just I find it a fascinating area, and I think it's so important for, for everyone who is um, you know, entrepreneurial in their approach, which means you're working more with solopreneurs, as you said, intrapreneurs. I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about you know, really how you do that. How do you help someone find their authentic self and then project it into the digital age? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, everybody's different. <laughs> Um, and I, I take a very individualized approach because, like I said, everybody's story is different. I can't know what your experiences are, what your beliefs are, what your values are, what your opinions are, you know, until I sit down and talk to you, until we do some work together and figure that out. Um, but typically, we start out, and, and I ask my clients to define success. What does success look like for you? Um, does it look like a six-figure business? Does it look like a seven-figure business? Are you on your own? Do you have a big team? Do, you know, are you in a rural, a rural area? Are you in a city? Um, do you like to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work? Do you like to do group work? It's really important to figure all of that out because that is really part of your brand. It's how you show up and it's it's about how you can get to work with the people you want to work with. So I ask clients to really define that for me. And um, I have a whole form that we, we go through and, on that. And then the next thing is usually we figure out what their mission is. You know, it's, it's a very concise statement, seven to ten words about, you know, the work they want to do in the world and who they can help. Uh, and then we look at the vision. And so where do you want that work to, 
to go in the future. So a vision is, is really a, a futuristic statement of how your work will affect people and the change that you want to make through that work. Um, and then I, um, you know, I call that sort of your creed. That's, you know, that's the how you live your brand. Um, so we go through all of those things and we do more deep archetypal work as well to really hone in on your leading archetype and how that shows up for you. Um, and we do a lot of fun things with branding. I often have uh, clients tell me if they were a car, you know, what kind of car would they be? If they had to pick a favorite meal, what would that be? Would it be hamburger and fries or would it be steak and champagne? That's a totally different vibe. So it's a totally, you know, it's just another way of reframe, another way of thinking about how you are in the world. Um, you know, what's what are your favorite what are your favorite foods? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, are you are you a chocolate girl or are you, you know, maybe something else? And so we have a lot of fun around it too because branding, um, when you can really tap into that in a metaphoric way, um, it often can help you give clarity. So it's it's just it's really just consistently. Um, I like to use the analogy of of a projector. And if you ever have gone in a classroom and the teachers had the the sheet on the on the on the projection screen and it's all blurry, and you don't know what it says, but then she starts turning and turning and turning that wheel and it becomes more and more clear, more and more clear until you can actually very clearly see what it says on the page. And that's really what I think a brand is about: um, is really continuing to to refine and define the essence of who you are and how you show up. And I can imagine that as you're working with people and you work through this process and get more clarity, that you you experience with the people you're working with their own sense of feeling more uplifted and inspired and um, you know just connected themselves to what they really are. Mm -hmm. uh, it yeah. seems to me that they probably are going into that state of luminosity and glow, saying yes. That's it. That's mm -hmm. what I am, and that's what I want the world to know about me. Mm -hmm. It's the coolest part uh, to me, and that's that's really why. I mean, I think is why I think of branding a little bit differently because to me, getting to go on that journey with somebody is so much fun. It is just, it's just, yeah, it's the coolest thing. It is really neat to see somebody start to own who they are because that's another big part of branding as well is that ownership of, of who you are and the willingness to be visible and vulnerable. And um, you know, to be yeah. visible and vulnerable at the same time because you're really mm -hmm. setting yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah you are and, and you're gonna you're gonna have people that don't resonate with that and you know that's okay. That's that's totally okay. So, um, you know that's it's really, really, really neat to see people get to that place. To see women get to that place and um, uh, and be ready. So it's cool. What is the queen of brand recognition? We want to make sure people get this tip. That's right. It's clarity. It's clarity. Um, it's being very, very clear on your values, your top three to five values, the things that are most important to you that you could not do without. So one of the things I exercises I do with clients is, um, you know, I say, well, if you owned your own island and everybody had to live by your rules, what are your top three rules? You know, so maybe that's be kind, you know, be loving, be generous, whatever that is. But they have to live by those three values that you have, you have really defined for yourself. What are they? 
And um, because we all, you know, we all have, we all want to be kind. We all want to be um, loving. We all want to be nice people. We all, you know, all of those things. But there are three to five values that you absolutely are non-negotiable for you. And I find once you have really defined those for yourself, that's pretty much the North Star of your brand. Everything that you do can be measured against those values. And you immediately know if it lands with a thunk <laughs> or if it's a bounce. <laughs> so um, it's that's crucial, absolutely crucial to, to really getting your message um, nailed down and clear is understanding and and embracing what's most important to you. I love it. I love it. Now, I'm going to give you a, a second to get ready to share some before and afters with people because we have okay. some of those. Yeah. And while you do that, I want to bring up uh, Velen Hawkins' statement, which I think is adorable. Does the vibe analysis go for your preference in cute shoes, too? You betcha, baby. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> I have no doubt about that, especially if you're a woman. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because there are some women who prefer to be in flip-flops every day, and there are some women, you know, that you know they they want to be in a pair of Louboutins, so or Louboutins, and so that's. Again, that all goes to that vibe that you want to project out there. So, yeah, absolutely, all that stuff's important. It's all important. It's all all valuable information uh, to help you view yourself and and filter and and because that's the other thing about branding. It's it helps people self-select. It gives them a reason to choose. You're either in or you're out. Got it. Well, you go ahead and bring up that. that oh, okay. And that while you're doing that, I'm going to post in the um, comment section your link so that anyone who's interested in going and taking the archetype assessment can go ahead and do so. Okay. So really quick little stories um, about a client that I had that Virginia wanted me to share um, that I worked with who uh, Amy is an online business manager. And when she came to me, this was what her website looked like. Okay, so you can see it's, can you see it? Can everybody see the screen? Can you no, see the, no, it's you can't? Try it again. Try All right. Shh. My <laughs> office mascot here. Uh, screen share. Okay, let's see. Uh, let me see, maybe, why is that not coming up? Hmm. Did you get it in the lower third area? Um, it was in the lower third, but it's still not, I still don't think it's going to, let me see. Okay. It's still not letting me, still not letting me do it. All right, well, let's talk about it then, because we only have a couple more minutes, but um, that is the, that is what happens with technology. I will put it in the comments then. I'll put, I'll put the screenshots in the comments so that okay. then everybody can kind of see what it looks, what it looked like. Um, so Amy was uh, is an online bookkeeper, uh, online financial manager, and her website was very um, safe. It was what you would absolutely figure a typical online manager's uh, website would look like in blues. Uh, it was very safe. Had a little pretty little uh, caricature of a woman at a desk typing, um, and her business was called Mosaic uh, Business Solutions. And she wasn't happy with it. She wasn't, you know, getting the right client. She wasn't 
um, where she wanted to be. And so we, we redid this whole rebranding process with her. And her website now is called The Entrepreneur's Anthem. And it's edgy and it's it's very much her. She has a love of um, rock and roll and um, she's funny and she's quirky and all of those things came out now. We took that language of, you know, cranking your business, uh, rocking your profits, and, and ditching your worry, and translated that into this this really amazing online presence for her that, that absolutely, you automatically know if you're in or you're out. Um, but she makes numbers fun. She makes them not scary. And we really wanted to make sure that that message came across um, for potential clients because that can be a very scary process is looking at those numbers and trying to figure all that out. And she takes she takes care of it. She takes the worry out of it. Um, and so we really honed in on that message. Um, and it was a completely different completely different uh, brand experience that we ended up with with her. And so it was it was she's one of yeah one of my uh, one of my favorite clients that I worked with. So, well, first of all, making numbers fun is something we all need. <laughs> and so, for her to come in with a little bit of a quirky point of view to to let people relax about it, uh, I think is just brilliant. So, good on you on that one. Yeah. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun to do. And I'll put those uh, photos, the screenshots, so you can kind of see what that looked like in the comments and um, and how how we totally changed. Uh, what her brand looked like, and and she lo I mean, she's absolutely thrilled um, because it truly reflects who she is. So, which is awesome. That's so important, Danielle. This has been great. So many wonderful tips and strategies that you're providing for us. I'd like to invite you all to join us in the after show. You know, we have a lot of fun in the after show. Some great conversation goes on in there. So, if you happen to be lucky enough to be with us live, I'm posting the link now so that you can go ahead and join us. And as I post that link, since I know that there is a little delay in the broadcast, uh, do you want to go ahead, Danielle, and give us any of your final thoughts, that a good take-home final tip for everyone? Okay. Um, yeah, I would, I would say, you know, the, the, the first thing you need to do is if you're really, really not clear on those top three to five values, take some time to do that. Um, really figure out what is the most important thing for you um, in terms of building your personal brand. Um, and you also have to decide whether or not you're ready to be visible. Um, that is really another crucial piece of personal branding um, is, is the ownership. Of, of who you are and really wanting to um, have your message out there in a way that brings the right people to you. It's it's really important um, because our, we need we need your voice. We need what you bring to the table because um, nobody else can do it like you can. So um, you know the work that you do is not you not necessarily unique, but how you do it and why you do it are. And that really needs to be the cornerstone of your brand, and uh, that needs to show up and uh, you know let your story out, let it be heard, and let it help other people. Oh, those are just brilliant final words. So I'm going to leave it at there and say thank you so much for being with us and sharing your brilliance, Danielle, and your personality, and who you are, and what you are, and your passions with the world. Thank you again. I want to thank everybody for being here today. I love that you take the time to come and join us. And you know, just keep letting people know about you and feel more and more in tune with who you are, what you are, and what your brilliance is in the world and get it out there. And if you need some help, contact Danielle. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you 
next week on the Inspirational Business Women Show. Bye now. Bye, everybody.